This is Brian from the soon-to-be champion Skybusters, and you are listening to Josh and Gar on the Hidden Oaks Overdose Football Fix on Spotify. That is right. Thank you, Brian. It is Tuesday, December 6, 2022. It is 8 p.m. sharp, and uh, Christmas lights are shining bright. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Hidden Oaks Overdose Football Fix Podcast. I am one of your lovely hostesses, the Garlic Johnson. I am joined, as almost always, by our other lovely hostess, the Joshua Mitchell. Josh, say hi to the folks out there. Stage fright. Hi, folks. Oh, no. Um, don't forget about the Discord. We appreciate everyone who chats along with us. Uh, playoffs are coming. We're all excited for about, we're all excited about that. Second start times is down in the description below. And thank you at Levi Oki Illustration for all the beautiful art you can see. Josh, hi, yeah, darn. And welcome back. Yeah, thank you. I had a, had a bye week. Um, so, you know, like I said, got a little stage fright. It's always got that uh, return jitters. Um, what did you, did you have your bye week yet or? Uh, no, I don't believe in such a thing. That sounds like uh, NIMBY pansy stuff, and uh, yeah, I work 365 days a year, Josh. Yeah, well, you know, I wish I could say the same, but the union, you know, budget cuts, government. Government. Uh, how was, I mean, why were you gone? Do you want to let the folks know or no? Uh, so Tuesday I was gone last week because... Um, illness had been uh, flourishing in our household for quite some time. Uh, Nikita had to go to urgent care after work. I didn't know when she'd be back, so I, I let you know ahead of time when I found out. Um, she did end up getting back in time to where I'd be able to scramble and have a podcast, but I didn't want to put a subpar product out for the people. Plus, I'd already messaged you, so I figured you'd be upset, or not upset, but you know, inconvenienced, and I didn't want to do that. Um, and then with all the sickness, I didn't know if I was going to go out of town or not. And so I didn't want to tell you I was and then change my mind. And and so when I did realize, okay, I'm going to be gone on Saturday, I'll text garlic. And so I texted you as I was driving because I literally woke up Thursday morning and said, I'm going out of town. So I took Asher, tried to kidnap him. And we went to Nebraska to visit my grandpapa for his 90th birthday. And Asher got to meet his great grandpa. Cool. And so that was on Thursday, or I guess when did you get home? Yeah, I drove down Thursday, came back Saturday. So it was a very quick visit, but uh, um, we got to spend some time together. It's been a few years since I've been down there, um, and my grandpa has never met Asher yet. So it was important to have that happen. Um, and so we just, it, it worked out to where um, this this weekend was kind of planned. My mom was down there. So I made the drive down with Asher, which went surprisingly a lot better than I expected. Uh, typically, it's a seven, seven and a half hour drive, and we made we made it there in eight hours, made it back in eight hours. So we only had to stop for dinner, um, which just so happened to be McDonald's on the way there and on the way back. Shout out. Um, but, well, McNug uh, action, what did we get? What was off the menu? I have well, to know. On the, way, on the way down, I got him a kid's cheesy with a Wakanda Forever toy. Um, obviously, my toy. Um, <laughs> obviously. And then, and he pounded it. That kid can eat. So he ate in the entire hamburger and all the fries. Um, he asked me to go through the drive-thru for an ice cream cone. And I said, nah, you're a baby. And so we left it at that. Um, on the way home, he had the four piece chicken nuggies and some fries. And then I had a McFlurry because I don't know about you, Gar, but when you go on a road trip, you know, anything more than two hours, there's kind of a snack requirement. And, uh, Let's just say that an hour into our road trip on the way home, I bought snacks that were supposed to last me the entire trip, and the next hour and a half were... Nikita, uh, I'm hungry. <laughs> were, yeah, well, Nikita didn't go. She was sick. Oh, that's right. So, Asher, I'm hungry. So, 
So, yep, it was literally, do I start stealing my child's goldfish? What if we get stranded and that's all we have to survive? <laughs> and your so final I didn't, but I, of goldfish. I didn't, but I did eat a package of Twizzlers pull and peel because those are the best. The cherry is the best. Um, and a thing of Muddy Buddies because why not? Delicioso, dude. Yeah, but that was my weekend, so I apologize for the inconvenience. I did listen to the pod or listen to parts of the pod when Nikita played it for me because she wanted me to hear you guys talk her up in Fandle. <laughs> um, yeah. Walters sounded like he had uh, gargled gravel for about an hour before the show, so I appreciate that. Um, living up to the hype, but yeah, it sounded like a good one. Um, how was your week? My week was pretty good. I mean, uh, n- nothing really eventful happened. I mean, I feel like it's calm before the storm. This weekend, I get to go hang out with uh, Jesse up in Duluth for a bit. So Saturday's pod will be coming live from Duluth. Um, you know, Saturday morning, Saturday night. I know you said you got something going on Saturday morning, so we'll figure that out. Either I'll go solo or I'll find Walters or you and me do something Saturday later on. We'll figure out what we got to do. Uh, but the show will go on as it always does. Um, but yeah, I'll be in Duluth this weekend, so I'm looking forward to that. But my, you know, the past week I've had has been pretty boring, pretty tame. Um, yeah. But yeah, I knew. Um, are you? So we had. Um, so Friday night we had plans; those got canceled. So um, if you're available Friday night, I know sometimes you work. I, I would be able to podcast Friday evening. I'll be driving to Duluth at that point, but we will see. I guess it depends what time I get to Duluth. I. Uh, but yeah, and I was just going to say, I knew since the last Tuesday's pod was moved around this and that, if I didn't spend a good five to 10 minutes, like trying to make it up to Nikita, cause who knows if she's going to be in the top three again, like for the week, of course, she's still in the top three for the standings, which we'll get to in a bit. But if I didn't sit there and stroke Nikita's ego for a while, I would never hear the end of it. And you know how Nikita can be. So I was like, I have to, I have to work this into the pod. So that, that had to happen. Otherwise, she, you know, she would have never forgiven me. Rightfully so. Um, but yeah, no. So um, I say we move on. We've, we've vamped for about six minutes. And I think I want to hear about Gar's Grinder. All right, Josh. We got a grinder this weekend. It is a beautiful one. We're talking about them brownies, that Browns defense. They only allowed 12 points. In, I believe it was in Houston off the top of my head. Uh, they were playing, of course, Deshaun Watson playing his former team. But the Browns D really stole the show. They're like, you want some headlines about massages? Nah, massage this. 12 points. Uh, only 12 points allowed. One forced fumble with a fumble recovery, two interceptions, two touchdowns, two tackles for a loss. Uh, depending on what your fantasy scoring settings are, I've seen a different bunch of different screenshots. Of course, it's different for everyone, but in some leagues, they had north of like 34 points. I mean, two tuds is huge uh, when you're not allowing a lot of points and you're not allowing a lot of yards three in theory. Oh, was it three tuds? They had know. a punt return. Oh, so it's also I was just must have just seen the defensive scoring. So a total of three touchdowns then with the special teams as well. Jesus Christ! Uh, but yeah, so that's eighteen points right there. Um, that's insane. So the entire bronze defense gets uh, gets to be Gar's grinder this week. But I see we also have a, a Josh's. Um, I don't know. We've never come with a good alliteration for that, but we've got a Josh's honorable mention here in the in the grinder. Yeah, I mean, this was going to be – I so I saw the Browns D, and I was like, yeah, that makes perfect sense. I, I'll allow it. Um, you know, it's not just one grinder. It's an 11-person grinder, but um, it's it's Urban Meyer's dream. Um, but uh, I, I I just had to give a shout-out to uh, to Purdy Man uh, coming in, filling in for the, the Jimmy Garoppolo broken foot. Um, not broken. He did well. Yeah, it is. Nah. Well, not te- well, okay. He doesn't Liz, require Liz surgery, Frank but now, yeah, yeah, Liz Frank injury. Um, 
but Brock Purdy came in, Mr. Irrelevant, showed showed everybody he should be a little irrelevant. I enjoyed watching him play. I thought that he had a good energy about him. Loved I loved the fact he loved being out there, it seemed. Um, and he had some good plays, you know. They you know, they talked a little bit about it. He came in and he balled out for a little bit. Is this so, gonna be the true form of the Brock Lobster, or will he eventually end up like the Brock Osweiler? You know, he's you know, he could be anywhere. Well, I was going to say he could be anywhere from Brock Osweiler to to Russell Wilson, but that's about the same person oh, nowadays. No. So yeah. both played for Denver. Tough dude. But uh, no, I mean, whatever. Who cares if he came in? If he comes in and he's serviceable for the remainder of the season, that defense has enough weapons to keep them, you know, keep the opponents from scoring, and then that offense has enough weapons to where he just has to kind of listen to what Kyle Shanahan shouts in his ear. You know, if Jared Goff can be a starter and and do Throw well, eighty five. Uh, yeah, Brock Purdy is, is going to be just fine. Um, but I had to give him a shout out. I think he had one interception, a couple touchdowns, and, and like um, 100% fun. Yeah, when a defense is totally 0% prepared, obviously those backups sometimes have the advantage if the game script looks pretty different. But we'll see what we'll see what he looks like as the full-time starter now. Uh, but let's move on here to the rant and the rave, Josh. We all saw it. We don't care if it's a meme or not. You know, we can take things out of context for headlines. This is what we do here. We are a media organization, Josh. Are Rodgers and Kanye G chilling, dude? What's going on? Who's Kanye G? Uh, no, Kanye is it Rogers and Kanye G chilling. Like G chilling is a thing. Oh, I don't know. I mean, G chilling it must be one of these newfound uh, snowflake terms. But um, <laughs> Rogers, Rogers and Kanye, they probably support the same uh, uh, presidential candidates, um, Kanye aka himself. Kanye. Yeah. Yep. Um, but uh, I don't know. They're probably both on some mimosa flavored crystals and doing whatever they want to do um, I mean, at Josh, this are you, point are you being in time. Bye week. You you saw the pictures, right? I actually did not. I have not Rod- been on Rogers Reddit giving all. The old, Rogers giving the old Heil, dude. The old Nazi salute. You didn't see the picture? No wonder he clean shaved. He's growing <laughs> that out. No, I, I, think, I think I think it was, if I saw it correctly, I think it was like on the outstretch after like he did like a, I, I, if I remember correctly, I think he did like a salute and then like, you know, he did the salute and then put his arm out straight. And so, you know, it's a bit of an out of, on, out of context picture, but obviously Kanye with all the anti-Semitic stuff he's putting out literally was just on Alex Jones the other day saying how much he loves Hitler about 12 times. So then I was just trying to make some sort of anti-semite joke with rogers but if you're not in the know then you kind of ruin the bit thanks guy yeah no my my pleasure i'm sure paul allen posted that picture a hundred times going look at this this idiot (laughs) (laughs) is paul allen on the podcast right now was that a cameo are you paul allen yeah i i paid for cameo asked him to say skull but apparently he can't talk skull um, all right, but yeah, no, I just wanted to mention that Rogers, uh, that Rogers Heil bit. Um, what, what do we think about the tie coming out of the NFC beast? Um, was that a big conspiracy? The Giants and the Commanders were they like, all right, if one of us loses here, you know, we we take a big chunk in our playoff chances. Also, the Lions are coming on hot. Was there a big conspiracy in the NFC, NFC East to deny the Lions their rightful shot at the playoffs? Yeah, I think I saw the the carrier pigeon floating between the sidelines, and I think that they did exchange a few letters. Oh, um, no. Yeah, I mean, they, they know that I think it was like a 40% drop if one of them lost. Um, and so they're like, you know what, let's just keep this. So then people will say the darling Lions are going to make the playoffs, and everyone will be like, okay, yeah, go Lions. And then week, uh, week 18 when the Lions lose um, and Green Bay wins and Green Bay makes it in the playoffs as they share the record, uh, the world goes nuts as Rodgers leads the Green Bay Packers to back-to-back-to-back Super Bowl championships. Just like go that, Packers. huh? Mm-hmm. Disney's um, already got the movie rights. 
<laughs> well, there we go. Shout out to Disney. Um, all right, so so we we both agree there's a conspiracy between the Commanders and the Giants. Um, what about the Cowboys? Are they unstoppable? If you blinked, I think it was 21 to 19, like starting the fourth quarter at the end of the third quarter. You blink and it's 53 19. Are the Cowboys unbeatable at this point? Have they hit their stride? Everyone's healthy now. Well, they did play the Colts. So take that, you know, take that like you, as you will. Um, they're, the Colts have been a dumpster fire this season, it seems. So it's whatever. I mean, they beat up um, on the Giants on Thanksgiving. They beat up on the Vikings a couple weeks before that. Yeah, it was, yeah that's true. Um, yeah, I mean, the Cowboys, they're a solid team for sure. Um, Dak's been How much playing well. you to say that? Well, see, when the clapper was there, it was it would have pained me. But when it's when it's Big Mike and his barbecue-stained overalls, it's just fine. Um, but, uh, you know, I'm not a fan of the Ewok, so it's nice to see Pollard, Pollard getting his touches and doing well. Um, I guess Zeke has been doing okay, um, given his usage. Dak's been doing all right. Um, they're apparently not going to sign Odell, or if they do, it's just going to be kind of as like a trophy because he's not playing until late January. Um, but whatever. All right, they're losing the playoffs to Green Bay when Green Bay makes it. <laughs> Thought the Packers were dead, Josh. You're very inconsistent this year with your Green Bay takes. Well, I just got done watching Wednesday on Netflix, and okay. if there's one thing I learned in that show, it's dead things are cool. So go Packers. <laughs> All right, shout out. Let's move into the weekly recap here, Josh. Uh, everyone knows you've uh, coming into the, um, this week. You've had a really good fantasy season. The they missed your they missed your weekly recap last week. So very quickly, if you want to touch on last week, you can. Otherwise, how'd you do this week? How salty is your grain of salt, Josh? And how are we looking for the playoffs uh, that are right around the corner? Uh, last week was a bit of a struggle fest. Um, I did curse myself. Like I said, I said if I win one more head-to-head matchup, I'd have the uh, league lead. Um, I lost last week and this week, so I don't... It feels dirty if I were to win this week and say, oh, yeah, I have the most regular season wins because we've added a week in the past two years. Um, so that dream is dead. Um, I did win against the median, but last week I went two and four. This week I went four and two. Um, so I, I'm still hovering right around that 66% win um, with 52 and 26 overall. Um, using the intellectual property of Joshua Allen Bunker Incorporated, I am 468 and 247. So just below that 60%, or I'm so at 65 and a half percent. What you're telling me is your 66% is a fraud, dude. Look at that. 1.2% less in the, in the real deal. Are you a fraud? Um, yes, in some cases. Um, I will say that it does hurt when I look at uh, Butt, Sweat, and Beers League where I'm 9-2 and two against everybody and I just so happen to lose this week uh, because Tough, why not play the top scorer? Um, and then in, yeah, that one was a pain, but you know, a leading scorer and uh, deflate these balls. How you doing? I Thank mean, Eric started defense. making some changes that are pretty controversial. Should we just throw in wins against the median too so you don't have to deal with that bad beat or what? Just completely change the whole league in one year? Uh, you know, I don't know. Maybe, maybe we should. You know, I did join this season, and then now things are happening to where it might implode. Um, either that, or you know, make a are shaved you the beard problem? just a tad short. It's possible, but isn't uh, John Jonklin's your your rival, or is it Jono? Yeah, jo- Jono, yeah, Jono, whatever. Yeah, the jo- British fuck. Jono. Yeah, I have a feeling that he's behind it all. Still, still bitter over the Boston Tea Party. Um, and so, you know, the queen died. He's got all these excuses on why he sucks, but, um, <laughs> it's, it's, you know, yeah, we'll, we'll blame the, we'll, we'll do it the Amer- we'll do it the American way and just blame the foreigners. 
Right, that's what I feel, dude. And I do feel for Mika because, of course, you know, in his, I guess we don't have to get into it. I get what he's saying. Like, he wants it to be quote-unquote fair. That's what he just keeps keeps preaching is fair. But I think he just means fair for him because um, he feels shafted because he only has, like, the one really good quarterback. But we will not have to go there because I'm sure Mika will listen to this and then message me privately and be hurt because Mika can be sensitive sometimes. But I get it, dude. League's changing, and you don't feel like it's fair. I understand. I mean, um, I, I'm, I'm in the same, I agree with him on that. It's changing. It's not fair. But at the same time, I'm one of the people that benefit from it not being fair. So um, I'm okay with it. Um, <laughs> I did throw out a suggestion in the chat. I do think that that is a little bit way easier way of making things fair, um, even if it is a little um, probably more difficult to implement, but whatever. Um, I'd be happy to help if Eric's were to take a look at that and enjoy it. Um, I mean, that's, just for the what, isn't what you suggested pretty much what he's kind of doing already. Like everyone keeps one, and they have the option to buy another one. So you just said everyone keeps two, but they can only keep one. If if they only keep one, they get extra. It's pretty similar, isn't it? Kind of, sort of, yeah. So like if they were to keep two, uh, they wouldn't have to buy back their quarterback. So everybody starts with the same amount of money. But if you only keep one of the quarterbacks, so like if you, so let's just say you had somebody who. I don't know, middle middle aged quarterback doing well. Who would you classify that as? Um, not Justin Herbert. He's he's still too young for that. I'm Kirk trying to Cousins. think of quarterbacks. Yeah, like maybe a Kirk Cousins or a Derek Carr, and you wanted to keep them, but then you drafted somebody a rookie, and you're like, well, okay, I I kind of want to hold him. Then you just you hold both of them, and you don't have to buy for that second one, but you don't get any of that bonus pot. But the bonus pot's determined on the second guy you hold. So if the rookie you hold on to is only worth a dollar, you're only essentially paying a dollar for him. I don't know. Yeah, I, I just made it up with the fly, so it literally took me a minute to type up. <laughs> I, so my favorite part was the bake sale ideal, just because I want to lick the spoon. That's all. That's all I really cared about. Yeah, no, thank you for volunteering to host that. I appreciate you. Um, <laughs> no, no, no. I didn't You're know you knew how to make it. I'll, I'll be at your house and I'll lick your wife's spoon. Is it, can I say that on a podcast or did I just get canceled? No, no. You you <laughs> got canceled, erased, eradicated. Um, be very clear, Roger I did saluted. mean the literal spoon. Nikita is a great baker. Uh, but yeah, no, for, just for context, I know this is going to be out of context for our listeners. There's one of the dynasty leagues we're in. They want to move to Superflex, and so it's just a very interesting thing to live through. And I, I don't know. I don't think the league will implode. Of course, there's going to be some dissenting voices and this and that because change is different. And, we're, you know, what Eric's has said that he's, he's already talked to a bunch of people who have made the change. And, you know, so most people say you should make that change really slowly. But then what Eric said was that, you know, six of the people he talked to or six of the seven people he talked to it was like yeah actually looking back like we shouldn't have made it that slow it just like the dynamic was already there we should have just made the change much faster and so eric's is like every you know everyone who's never gone through it is like well we should do it like this and then eric's is talking to the people who've already gone through it they're like well based on my experience i think this would be best so you know there's really ultimately no right answer uh but it's going to be interesting but yeah one of our dynasty leagues is going from one qb to super flex without like you know, without deny, it'll dynamically change the league, but at the same time, we're not like trying to rebalance the league. We're not trying to do this or that. So it's it's just trying to how how to go through that process while maintaining the same league and the sameish teams. It's it's an interesting thing, uh, but yeah. So that's the context, and uh, it'll be exciting. And I feel bad for Eric's, uh, but I also feel bad for Mick and other people. Uh, but we can move on yeah, here, Josh. It stinks. Yeah. I think the only just one more comment on it. The yeah. only fair way to do it is to just reset everything and redraft. But that would upset more but people I than say, is that what fair Eric's is currently have doing. Good teams right now like I, i'd be like i'm the second best team i don't like that <laughs> nice try Gosh, you yeah, no, but no you're right you're right um it is, it is it wouldn't be fair that's what that's what i was saying is that's the only fair way of doing things but it's also the most unfair to the people who have been in the league for a while 
Right. Yeah, it's it's very controversial. But I, like I said, I really hope I get to. I hope the league. I, it seems like the league's going to be fine. It's just really the two people who are rudely loudest in dissent. So assuming the league's fine, um, it'll be very exciting to live through because I think that's more unique than not. Anyways, my grain of salt, Josh. I've been coming on hot lately. Um, it's probably too little, too late. But I was able to play spoiler in a couple leagues in one of my leagues. Or I guess in two of my leagues, I beat the first place team. So, you know, suck it, Mr. Landvik, and then suck it, Aaron, who will never listen to this podcast. But in a couple of leagues, I'm already out of the playoffs in. Um, you know, I, I beat the first place teams. So that felt good, just as a little fuck you. I went 5-3 and three last week, went 7-1 this week. My head-to-head record is 56-48. and 48, So I'm batting 5-3-9 there. And then we use the intellectual property of Joshua Allen Bunker Incorporated. I am 542 and 551. So just uh, 496 there. Um, only two of my teams are above 50 percent and they're both in the 60s so really only two good teams two good dynasty teams um I, I'm, I'm catching fire a little too little too late and in the champs branch out league that's the playoff start this week so we can allow it for a two-week championship game and uh you know i have players on bye week so i knew that coming in but i didn't think i'd make it this far either so you win some, you lose some, and uh, yeah, um, I'm excited that I made the playoffs. I'm in the fifth seed. I got hot late there. You can see I rattled off, what is that, eight wins in a row in the Champs Branch Out League, both against the median and against my head-to-head matchup, so it was it was good to turn things around, but it's um, probably too little too late, so we'll see what my dynasty teams can do in the playoffs here, um, but yeah, uh, this this is definitely a lost fantasy season for me, without a doubt. Um, You want to go through the FanDuel top three there, Josh? Yeah, I got to hang on my my potatoes loading the notes. <laughs> um, yeah, so weekly uh, recap for the FanDuel top three. Top three fantasy points, Jalen Hurts with 34.4. Um, then we've got the top two, not two, Devonta Adams with 33.7 and Joe Burrow with 30.04. Top three values, Browns were a six times value with their dominant performance. Then the 49ers defense with a solid 4.2 times value. And then Devonta Adams with a 3.9 times value. Top three weekly totals, uh, Kenny Goldenstein with 144.64. Garlic Johnson with 140.44. And midget with one thirty three point five eight. You're afraid three to say board. shit abyss. What's wrong with shit abyss? I can't read. I thought that's what I, I thought. I read it right. Uh, <laughs> top three leaderboard: uh, Garbanzo's balls, uh, one twenty eight, one thousand two hundred eighty seven point one eight. Uh, wife, one thousand two hundred sixty six point three eight, and then Welters, one twenty one thousand two hundred sixty three point four six. So. Getting a little narrow in the top three, only 20, 24 points separate them all. Um, and obviously, coming in fourth, we've got me with 1,262. Don't that's, check the leaderboard. That's not true. You're um, in tenth, buddy. Yeah, I jumped no, up to I like faltered. sixth or fourth or something, or fifth maybe. Yeah, I told Nikita the other night when I, we were looking at it, I was like, yeah, I think if I rattle off uh, four straight weeks of uh, 140 plus, I'll get top five. <laughs> brag about it josh geez save some for the rest of us brother yeah 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 um maybe medical minute i'm guessing we have nothing so i'm just gonna go ahead and say that broken bones are painful brought to you by nada oh god i just deleted more than i wanted to there there we go um, yeah, Josh. All right, go ahead and intro me the uh, headli- hoodlines, though, because I do have some this week. It's, we've, it's been a lot of weeks, but we are back with the playoffs around. We will be back with the hoodlines each week. Uh, but go ahead and vamp me in here and uh, make sure to mention our beautiful, handsome sponsor. What's that up in the sky? It's something. It's busting. It's the Skybusters. Hoodlines brought to us by Skybusters. Newsy music. Do, 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 do. 
tonight. Winners can't seal the deal. Top teams across the league fail to secure the one and only bye, leaving it up for grabs in week 14. In other news, a brotherly brawl results in a close matchup. Both defenses were stout and played hard, but eventually offense won the day on the shoulders of A.J. Braun. Next, the chubby population is in danger as Christianity closes in to be the most oppressed group in the hood. More on that at McDonald's. And finally, in our main story tonight, the Starship is running out of fuel with only a projected 3% chance to make the playoffs. So you're saying there's a chance? More coverage of this story Saturday Saturday at 8. All that and more right now. Hoodlines. We're back, baby. Not not my best work, but you just had to get back in the game, you know, and playoffs are here, so... Um, yeah, Josh, uh, the side bet this week was the lazy side bet, and uh, Hammer won that, a.k.a. the Christians. He had one a league-high 167.7, and that was on the shoulders of the sun god, um, Amon Ra St. Brown, who put up 34.6 full PPR points. That's tough. And uh, But, Josh, going back to the very first line there, the winners can't seal the deal. You, um, Nikita, and Eric, I believe, are all up there tied at 19 – or no, you and you and Eric are at 19 and 7. Nikita's right behind you at 18 and 8. None of you could seal the deal. All three of you lost your head-to-head matchups. What's the deal here? Why can't you guys separate from each other? Well, Gar, remember when we were going over the uh, no. Joshua Allen Bunker Incorporated intellectual property? And I had talked to you a little bit about how my, you know, my head-to-heads were a little bit of a, a disappointment, but then my, you know, my overalls. Um, I did win against the median in Hidden Oaks, but I lost to my opponent. Um, in the Hidden Oaks Redraft League, I would have gone 9-4. and four. So I just drew that short straw. Um, I played Jamie the one week that her team actually decided to score points. Whoa, and whoa, so whoa. Was... That's 9-17, and 17, Jamie, okay? She, that's, you know, that's 9 wins, buddy. Yep. No, I know. She's the inverse of my record of 19-7. and seven. But... Uh, um, yeah, it was a little bit of a disappointment. Obviously, I put up 132.5, thought I was going to do, well, she put up 147.9, I think, in just the afternoon in the early games, um, which was just kind of like a painful thing to witness. Mm-hmm. Um, she had, you know, Geno Smith go off in that um, afternoon game, Garrett Wilson, who torched the Minnesota Vikings. Um, and then, so at that point, I'm like, well, I'm done. And then Devonta Adams gave me all that hope with his 37-point performance. CeeDee Lamb scored early and that was it so yeah um i thought maybe i had a chance but yeah in the end Dio samuel getting 12 kind of ruined it all right very quickly talking playoff scenarios here um we can get more into it on saturday but just what do you what do you feel right now just give me your quick quick thoughts and then uh, again we'll talk about it more saturday as we preview the week in the games well, fantasy is um, known for its perennial disappointment in my eyes, and so I'm guaranteed to not get the bye week and then lose round one. Um, and after that, it really doesn't matter. I think at that point, the league just kind of gives up. I'm talking about okay, the league, the whole league gives up, so because you lose, the whole league's done. You don't want to give anyone else's uh, potential scenarios here, or not scenarios, but chances. I mean, look, <laughs> there's a pretty handsome team at 11th there that's uh, still got a chance, according to the percentages. Yeah, no, that, that handsome team, uh, did you drop your uh, third-round pick before or after he got hurt? Um, and so, or was it your second-round pick? I forget. But, um, yeah, I mean, Nikita, I love her. Um, she's had a great season, but she might have just lost Lamar for a couple weeks. She lost Cooper Cup. 
Um, and so she's going into the week with, uh, you know, without her, you know, top two picks, essentially. Um, Aaron Jones is on a bye. And so she's she's going to have a hard time, you know, this week at least. She could get lucky, strike gold. Um, and then in the playoffs, you know, if she doesn't have Lamar back, that's going to be kind of a pain. Um, but, you know, I think that of teams that I see in this list, uh, Eric has a really good team. Um, I do think that it's solid. Um, the, the Tom Brady horseshoe is, 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 has not left the building, I guess. Um, Josh Jacobs had a solid season or has had a surprise season. And so, and then you just got Jamar Chase back. Surprise. Not a surprise. If you were listening to me all preseason, dude, I knew Jacobs was coming. Yeah. Well, he was my dud for the year. So I'm glad that I lost that kiss of death on the duds. I don't think any of my duds are correct. So yay. Um, because that was really painful to watch last year, even though it made me feel a little bit good about knowing that that was the answer. Um, also made me feel bad because I picked my players. Um, but yeah, so <laughs> um, what do you think? Are anything that's sticking out to you in this uh, in this uh, in this playoff scenario? No, I mean right now, Brian. We'll talk about it more on Saturday. Right now, Brian's on the cusp, but it's Brian's to lose, and so we'll 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 break down what the matchups are on Saturday. But um, right now, it's looking like it'll be for sure. It's going to be Eric, Josh, Nikita, and T, and Derek, and Bradley. So it's really just the last spot that's up for grabs between Brian and Hammer. And like I said, it is Brian's to lose. So we'll see. And also, I just really wanted to play this soundbite because we have it, and it only comes up so many times in a year, and you didn't perfectly set me up. So I just have to play it now, um, out of context almost, but. No, we are not eliminated. I am very calm. But you're and cheating. we are going to methodically what? come back and win this thing. 3% chance to make the playoffs. All I have to, all I need is Brian to lose, Hammer to lose, um, Prib to lose, Willie to lose, and I need to outscore Brian by what I say, 76, 86? Easy. We got this. Let's go, Jefferson Starship. Let's go. Uh, but we got to move on here, Josh. And I ate a jelly bean, and this was a mistake because um, it's very... Um, very sticky in your TVs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I just want to call out Walters. I mean, I've, I've, I've gotten, you know, I've fallen into the trap of getting confident in my team and, and like bragging about my players, bragging about my team only to have it come back and bite me in the end. Um, this guy just, he must, he must walk around with miniature mirrors just to throw at the ground because oh, he, no. this, this past week, he puts out a message trying to act all nonchalant. What's the uh what's the record for a single season points per game? <laughs> and and so and that was you know after he put up 147 in like a standard uh which wasn't even you know the the top score um I think this year. And and so I did a little bit of math and I go, "Well, you know, Walters, if you were to put up 150 next week, you'd be in the top 3, you'd be in the conversation for top 3 overall because I ran the stats earlier this year." And uh and so it's just like, well, okay. And he's like, I'm pretty I congrats to Ben on locking up the bye week. I'd be really surprised if I didn't lock up the second one. So it's just like, you know what, Walters? I want you to just get eliminated from the playoffs before they start. Commissioner, make it happen. Tyler, you don't listen to this. No, he doesn't. Uh, we got we got to get going here, Josh. We got to move on very quickly. Worthy waivers. Who do you like? Do you think any league winners? I mean, anyone who's in the playoffs should they be picking up James Cook, DJ Dallas, Tyler Huntley, or Brock Purdy? A um, couple running backs there, a couple uh, quarterbacks there that are being thrust into the starting role. Maybe ready for it, maybe not. But uh, fancy playoffs are here, or maybe someone's right on the cusp they need to win. Should they pick up any of these people, or no? Well, I think Tyler Huntley is a, is a solid option because he has shown that he can do it um, as the starter, um, and he he did it filling in for Lamar. So um, he's he's a pretty solid option to add if you're desperate for quarterback. Um, I'm not going to add James Cook again, uh, not not 
for the third time. He just um, put up 16 he, points at full PPR, Josh. Come on! Yeah, well, you know, maybe I should, but I don't think he's available in our league. Um, he's sitting on my bench. But, and then uh, DJ Dallas, you know, um, I guess, I don't know, what's the timetable for a, uh, for a jammed ankle, um, since that's what they're officially calling it? I don't know. I mean, you. I imagine he misses at least this week. Well, okay, so there goes my chances of beating Falcon. Uh, d- deflate these balls and uh, and and I need you to be into the two you seed. <laughs> That's cute. You think you'll sneak into the two seed? That's adorable. Well, I have a better chance than you. <laughs> what do you mean? You're in what fifth right now? I'm in third. Yeah, well, you know, nobody's counting. Um, I'm trying to pull it up right now. I literally just uh, beat I'm Falk in- this week. I'm in fourth. I'm only if so. If you lose and I win, I only need to outscore you by 13 points. Bring it on, mother trucker! And uh, I need to so, outscore Falk by 20. So okay, 30-something. so you you so you said uh, you said nay to James Cook, yay to Tyler Huntley, DJ Dallas. Assuming he's starting this week. If he's starting, yeah, Adam. Brock? Uh, James Cook's probably worth an ad if you're desperate and you're in a deeper league like us. Brock Purdy. Um, Probably go Tyler Huntley first, but I feel like there's going to be better options out there than him. They're also playing um, the I Broncos, think... I believe, or someone. I don't know. I don't know who's playing. I or maybe it was the Tampa Bay. But I don't know. Someone's. Who are they playing? Um, they're playing Tampa Bay. San Fran's playing Tampa Bay. That changes your answer. Um, not really. Um, I think that you know, um, once he gets a little bit of preparation, I think that you know he might have. He looks solid out there. I did say that earlier, but. Now that he's getting a week under his belt, he's got a lot more time to, you know, get in his own head. Um, uh, defenses have a little bit more time to, you know, game plan for what he may have put up on tape in this one game. So it's going to be, you know, I'm hoping he does well because it would be a cool story that Mr. Irrelevant comes in there and and plays solid against Tampa Bay. Um, but uh, at the same time, I don't think I'm willing to risk a fantasy season on it. So, yeah. There you go. Good answer. All right, Josh. Outro. Um, we thank everyone for listening. We will be back here Saturday at eight or well, we'll be back here Saturday. Um, I know Josh has something going on, so we'll figure that out. Maybe Friday night, maybe Saturday. We'll be back before the Sunday games. How's that? Um, we'll be back for sure with another pod. I'll go solo if I have to. It don't matter. Um, we thank everyone who chats in the discord and see you Saturday morning. Um, segment start times are down there. Um, but you're already at the end of the podcast. So that doesn't fucking matter. Thank you. Levi. Okay. Josh, you haven't done the obituaries, uh, in quite some time. Um, are you going to do one for Ryan? Ryan. Yeah, Ryan just died in Brad's guillotine league. Former Mad League player. Oh, so Jalen was last week? Yeah, Jalen was last week's, yep. Oh, huh. Must you know, have been were, a short week. You were, <laughs> Jesus. Uh, yeah, no, I wasn't here. Um, Ryan, uh, we had the opportunity of playing fantasy together a few times. I'm very sad to hear of your passing. Probably won't attend the funeral. Gotta wash my car. When you did play against me in fantasy, I did make sure to embarrass you. I don't necessarily recall 100% accurately, but I do believe uh, my record against you is 14-0. You traded me Joe Mixon, which I appreciate. I think I traded you a box of crayons. (laughs) The fact that you lost your head is no surprise. If you were willing to make that trade, I'm sure you were willing to trade your head for another box of crayons because you ate the first one. R.I.P. in peace, Ryan.
Skullpackers.